Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. A rocket scientist, a cowboy, a porn star, and a mom walk into a dungeon. And those are just the players. Stay tuned after this episode for a trailer for I Seduce the Dragon, which is a bi-weekly actual play D&D podcast starring five talented women who started playing as a way to connect with each other and evolved into a series of hilarious side quests and attempted heroics. you and me have a conversation for a second okay um okay well i guess uh, we're alone now yeah well so um how's it going with you uh i'm good i'm gonna roll i'm actually gonna roll to see how good i am what would this be like uh um i think cool Uh, well no 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 no. maybe you're right cool because you're trying to be cool okay all right go for it Oh, that's a nine. That's a mixed success, I guess. Oh, man. So um, that sounds about right. In this it? case, you impressed me, okay. but at a cost. Okay. So you have to do push ups. <laughs> oh, what? I yeah. have to do push ups to right, impress all right. you? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. No. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best kind of improv is nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not doing that suggestion at all. Uh, no. And then there's no and. No, the no end. and. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. You move towards this creature and your hands start to glow again and you grab on to some of the goo that's on a shoulder and you grab on to some goo that's right above the face and you start to just pull down and flex. You look like Captain America Civil War bicep porn pose (laughs) (laughs) as you rip this thing away. And you do it so completely that it almost comes off like a wetsuit. And you are able to put your elbow in and knock me backwards and hold what is left of this thing up to the light. And it burns away. So ley lines are kind of where magical energies from other worlds or other dimensions collect. And so they're areas of great power where magic works better, where if you could find a way, you can you can channel the magic and maybe do things that you normally couldn't do before, things that were above kind of your abilities or the things that you can normally do, but more powerfully. It's more, yes, yeah, more powerfully is what, what happens there. You wrap your leg around the pipe, but the metal on metal contact of your armor and the pipe don't give you the traction you need. And as you pull yourself up, your legs suddenly slip from the pipe. Tass and TJ, you see Jake's eyes widen as the unexpected weight of his lower body wrenches free his grip and he plummets towards the ground below. Tass, TJ, you see Jake plummeting to the ground. Right before he hits the ground, there's a flash of light, and he vanishes. And then all of a sudden, from inside the booth, below you, you hear, Oh god, oh no, oh that was close. What's going on? Jake, 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 Jake. Yeah, yo, what's up? Hey. The hell was that? For those of you at home, that failure caused Jake to level up. 
And since leveling up in this game happens instantaneously, Jake, why don't you tell us about the power that you and I discussed that you took? So I took a new divine move that is just called Angel Wings. And I can go instantly to anywhere I've visited before or to a person I know well. Um, If I try to carry one or two people with me, I roll plus weird. On a full success, we all go wherever I wanted. On a mixed success, it doesn't quite work. Either we're separated or we go to the wrong place. But uh, basically, as I was falling... So clearly, you don't really know the booth because you just passed through it. I think that to go to a place you know, you've got to be familiar with it. So how did you get to the booth? Uh, Because you're in it. Right. So you teleported to Rev. I teleported to Rev. I was just like... <laughs> I imagine yours was the last thing I your face was the last thing I saw <laughs> before I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and oh then boy. and then I was probably on my ass in the sound booth cuz I don't imagine that it necessarily changes my orientation. Yeah, yeah. When I teleport, I might have just been like falling and like, "Oh no." And then I just went boom yeah, onto the floor We're the- going to assume that this magical teleport does what every other teleportation can't do and dampens your inertia. <laughs> Just for the sake of you not taking the full impact still. It eliminates terminal velocity. Yes. That's good. Yes. <laughs> good. We'll assume that, at least for now. Maybe you appeared and fell like up into the room and then back down. Like oh. how Nightcrawler has to do it. Nightcrawler has to teleport. Like if he's falling, he's got to teleport so that he comes out of his teleport angled up. Yeah. So then he starts to dampen that inertia. So like, so it's more like uh the Star Trek. Um what are they they're are they called teleport? What are they called? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It's like the transporter in, Transport. in, oh, yeah. uh, in Star Trek. Yeah. Or like, like it. it's like Castiel's angel wings. Like he doesn't actually fly anywhere. He just is there. He just like vanishes and appears. I like that. Yeah. Oh, but I mean in the sense of I think he meant that the transporter in Star Trek kills their inertia. Like if they're falling. Oh. They appear and they still hit the ground, but it's not with the insane velocity yeah. they were falling. It's with. that they appeared a foot above the ground and yeah. fall that foot. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Great. So, yeah, you are inside the sound booth, I assume, getting up. Yeah, I'm standing up and dusting myself off. And uh, I'm like, watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. Whoa. Uh, no, I'm actually probably breathing very heavily and like feeling myself trying to figure out exactly how I just did that. I think I'm down on a knee too with just hands on your shoulders. Like what was that? I, I think I can like fly or teleport or something now. That's so good. Uh, I just, I like look up to the sky and I'm just like, thank you. I don't think I can get to the roof from here. I don't know if one of you guys wants to give it a shot or we need to find a different way up there, but I'll give it a shot. I'm, I'm, I've been up in grids and things like that before. I can definitely do this. Uh, are you sure? I mean, I'm I'm happy to do this. Oh uh, no, I got this. I, I'm this is like one of my favorite things to do. What are you talking about? Are you a good climber? I'm decent. I'm a decent climber. I'm just worried about you. I don't want you to get hurt. Well, I, I think I'll be fine. I'll be all right. I got this. All right. All right. Is there Roll, any act under pressure? Is there any kind of rope or anything in this place that I can use that I can tie him off with, or we can tie him off to the rail? Are there mic cords or anything like that? In Not here? up here. I mean, you've seen rope when you cut them down at the base on the stage. Can I try to help him out? Can I try to follow him up the ladder and as he goes out, kind of like give him a hand to hold on to as he gets a handhold on something else? Um, yeah, so you're going to, Tass has come down the ladder. You're going to go back up. You're going to follow him and you're going to try to give him a chin-up bar with your bicep porn <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to help him get uh, up. I want to I give him an extra point to stabilize, like an extra, yeah, 
Okay. But yeah, you can totally essentially hold a hand out for him to put a foot in to help him boost up onto the bar. Because that's where you know you had an issue was getting up onto the bar. You got a hold of the bar. You just couldn't get up to it. And you think you could you could give him a boost. Sounds good. Getting yeah, up onto got this. it. That first little okay. boost sounds like a plus one material. Yeah. So I got an eight to help out. Okay, so that gives you a plus one. That would make that a ten. Jake, you hold out your arm, and you're holding onto the ladder with the other hand. TJ starts to swing out into the void. You grab the bottom of his foot, give him a boost, and as you shift, you feel your hammer slide out of your belt and fall. Oh, shit. TJ, you're up on the bar. You scoot your way across, and you get to the cracked open window. I will try and open it and get out. Yeah, you're able to give it a push, and it opens out onto the roof. Nice. I'm going to climb up into the roof. Okay, no problem. Onto the roof. So you are now on the roof. Tass, you're standing down in the booth uh, with me, just kind of shooting the shit, talking about secret agency stuff, and you see Jake's hammer plummet by the window, and you hear, shit, from up above. Oh, that's not ideal. Um, So once I see him get through the window, I want to call out to him, be like, you good? I'm great. I told you I got this. Does being able to clearly see a place, a spot, qualify for being able to use angel wings to get to it? No, but you could go to TJ. I was thinking as far as my hammer goes. Oh. Like if I can look down and I can see where it's sitting, can I go? Yeah, if it's line of sight. If it's not line of sight, I think it has to be a place that you are. I'm like intimately familiar with. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like if I can see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, then I'm going to call down the ladder to Rev and Tass, and I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to go down and get my hammer, and then I'm going to join TJ on the roof. So I'm right behind you. Okay, uh, and so I'm going to... Yeah, you teleport to the bottom of the theater, pick up your hammer, you look up at TJ, he's looking down at you, and then you are next to him. Cool. It startles TJ, he falls in the window. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing, Tass? I'm yelling up to him. Uh, should I make my way over? Are you going to check it out first? Because I uh, don't want to fall and die. I would feel better if we were all up here, but if you think you are going to fall and die, then you can chill. No, I got this. Famous okay. last words. So you climb up to the top of the ladder. Uh, give me an act under pressure. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. <laughs> so... The unfortunate thing that we missed when we took a little break to get some drinks and stuff is that Tass had said, you should let me do this climb because there's no way I could fail it because I have an ability to give myself a boost. <laughs> let everyone know what you just rolled. I rolled snake eyes, which is two, yep. plus act under pressure, which is two, which yep. is four, yep. plus bottle it up, which is a plus three, bringing me to a seven, which is a mixed success. It is an act under pressure mixed success. Oh my god, I just had to give you three hold that you get to use at your leisure to bone me. On anything except act under pressure. That's exactly right. So with your mixed success, I don't think that there is a worse outcome for this that still you kind of succeeding because there's really no point B between this point A and point C. It's either you make it to the lip and climb out the window or you plummet to the ground. So I'm just going to give you a hard choice or a price to pay. Okay. So either you will get up and out the window, but the ladder is going to come away. So you won't be able to get down this way and I won't be able to get up. 
or your weapons are going to fall out of their holsters as you cling to the bar to stop yourself from falling. The shotgun is in kind of like a sheath and the pistol's in a holster. You accidentally left them unbuckled and they're going to, to slide out and fall. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think the ladder goes. So you scramble up, you kick a little too hard to get yourself out, and you feel the bolts in the wall come loose from the plaster. And you hear a creaking sound, and you see the ladder fall away under you. Okay, that ain't great. And kind of hand over hand to get to that window as fast as I can. I guess I'll I'll wait here, guys. Sorry, Rev. Oh, God, sorry. Are you okay? Did the ladder hit you? No, I hope nothing comes along and kills me since I'm all alone. And an NPC. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You pull yourself in, and you are now on the roof with these two. Oh, God. That was close. And I'm going to instantly get that flashlight out and look to see if anyone's up here. Where are you looking? You looking high? You looking low? What are you looking for? Is there an obvious lay of the land up here, or is this a thing where I'm going to need to actually start hunting around corners and stuff? Yes, there are things up here. Heating and air conditioning pipes, junction boxes. There's the top of the fly space. It's not like a flat surface. Okay, then I guess I'm literally just going to start making my way towards whatever the, the closest area that might be concealed would be. If whatever I can't see behind, just start doing kind of like around that stuff. And what are you guys doing? Are you looking in other areas? Are you just following him? Uh, I'd do a loop around the dome. Okay. I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and follow Tass okay. in this case. So, because he's got the light. Both of you, uh, Jake and Tass, roll Investigate a Mystery. Okay. Ho ho, boxcars. That is a 13. You get a hold two. I got a four. (laughs) I'm going to remedy Jake's first because he was closer. He didn't have to travel. You start to walk around the outside of it, trying to see if there's any markings or anything at the base of the dome. And as you lean in to the dome, you put your hand on the glass and try to peer down at some of the cement at the base of it. And the panel of glass just lets go and slides into the building and you hear it shatter. And you actually, after a moment, start to hear an alarm. Oh no. I I like hold very still and I turn very slowly to look at where they are. Is that the building? alarm it very clearly sounds like it's coming from inside the building well what's the police response force for impd in this neck of the woods well i'm sure i don't know probably not great hey guys what are you doing up there real loud down here Brendan, be quiet trying to investigate we're trying to be sneaky god damn try to find the alarm and turn it off no. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Just hunker down. <laughs> I accidentally set off the alarm. Knowing that we got to hurry now, I'm really looking. Is there any place in particular you want to look in the sense of location on the roof or placement in the building? That sounds like a leading question, but I really want to know what area you get to inspect before you guys have to make a choice of fight or flight with the cops. Oh, God. I mean, the only thing I have in my head is what I think would be the obvious place to go to try to get down from here if they were fleeing from us. So it's very clearly as you scan the flashlight around the ladder hanging off the side of the building, you can see the metal rungs going over the side of the building on the side that you guys did not come down the alley. The the one that TJ was going towards and never made it to. Got it. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to haul ass that way. You can see as you get close to the ladder that there is a set of footprints that go back towards 
the back left side of the theater on the roof. Oh, I'm going to follow those. All right. So you follow them and it doesn't take you very far. I'm with him. Great. And you come around. The, that sounded like a very dismissive. Great. It's not. I assumed that you were with them. I just want you to know that you Oh, matter. okay. <laughs> you come around the corner of one of the large venting systems. And as you pass around the corner, you realize that there's some ambient light being cast and you see 10 more candles in the exact same pattern. Okay. I'm going to... Get that flashlight up and kind of look to see if there's anybody here. There's not. Oh, man. I believe you have one hold left. What happened here? You can see from the location on the roof as you kind of think down a floor and down a floor that you might be right above the other series of candles. Oh, I don't know what this means at all, but okay. But there's certainly 10 of them, and it seems like they're in the same pattern and in the same position, the same spacing as the candles in the basement, and that you are directly above them. I want to look to see if there's anything inside the the ring of candles. It's just the candles and then the roof. What is the roof made of? Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, the roof is made of stone. Well, because I have a dwarven racial ability that gives me a plus two to notice traps made in stone. So. Yeah. Okay, guys. I mean, unless we want to do a quick sweep just to make sure there's nobody else up here, I don't think they're up here. Some Something about this is connected. This is directly above where the other set of candles was. Jake, do you join them when he's, you see hear him start talking about this? Yeah. So, I don't know. Quick scan and we get down the ladder or just go? I think we just got to get out of here. We need to get Rev and get out of here. You guys should take off first. In case the cops show up while you're trying to make your escape, I can stay up here and make a distraction. Okay. You Do we want to pick a rendezvous point in case I have to hang back? or And if you guys get to the car, then... Does the car still function? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't no, have the no, battery. How, how are we getting out of here, I guess, is also a good question. On foot. Okay, well... Um, are you leaving the mech suit of armor in the basement for the cops to find? I don't know how we would get it out if it can't move. Is there any way that it, we could even get it to move? Like it's big and heavy yeah. and with a dead battery. You could probably try to fashion up a different way to power it, or you guys could search for a battery. And this is Indianapolis and cars are everywhere. <laughs> We're going to steal their battery to get our power armor out. I feel real bad about that. As you guys are having this conversation, are you just huddled up tight and talking? Uh, I mean, not like huddled up. I imagine we are standing in a similar proximity to this right here. Mm-hmm. What's and this talking, right here? Which is about three, which two is or three feet from each other. In a triangle. Are we leaving the light armor? Or do you think you can rig something fast enough to grab that and get us out of here? Uh, I, I guess I could. I, I mean... Grab yeah. something and get it? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yes. All right. I could do it. Let's haul ass then. And gonna make our way to the ladder. Okay. And climb down, down the it. side and yep. back into the building. Mm-hmm. All right. What okay. are you doing? I will join them for this and I will hang out near the front doors. Like, is there a window out the front of the building somewhere that I can see out? Yes, at the top of the stairs on the second floor. So I'm going to keep watch. And if I see law enforcement show up, I'm going to wings back to the roof and I plan to make a distraction. So and I'm, I'm going to let you guys know that. Like, I'm going to keep an eye out for the cops. And if they show up, I'll hold them off. But if you hear me making a ruckus, know that shit's happening and you need to get out. Gotcha. All right. And uh, if you have questions, yell them to me and I will try to respond in a way that does not set off <laughs> the police. Okay. Imagining you guys coming up and being like, which alley are they in? And I'll be like, to my left, we have a chimney. Like, <laughs> I'm stuck up here and the ladder on my left is broken. Help me, please. <laughs> Hello, nine police officers. <laughs> Your three squad cars look well cleaned. How did you squeeze into those? There's nine of you. I'm going to steal a cop's battery. 
Uh, oh my god, that would be hilarious. I get them all look at the building, and then I teleport, and I'm just getting under the hood of the car behind them as they're looking to figure out where I went, grabbing a battery. Oh my god. One of them turns around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I need to do to help you find something here? What are you looking for? I'm looking for as many um, electrical outlets as I can possibly get to basically jerry-rig a, a charging unit that will charge the battery. With but one surge of you're power. You're going to try to supercharge it. Yeah. With one surge of power by plugging it into multiple plugs and just like have all the electricity go into the battery. That's so good. The science checks out. It does. It does. <laughs> Isn't it the weirdest science you've ever heard? Do you explain that to Tass as you're telling him what to look for? Oh, yeah. Tass. I'm going to create a supercharging supercharger that will supercharge the battery by plugging it into multiple outlets and supercharge the battery. And when you do that, what'll that do? It'll make the battery better and oh, supercharge. Was... There it is. <laughs> so what, like wires and stuff? Like yeah, like uh, any any devices that you could see that, you know what? Oh, my God. I just thought of this. Uh, the The grid system of the theater would work the best because there's so many electrical things. If we can bring down a fly with uh, with one of the electrical plug-in things for all those lights, okay, we, we can jerry-rig it all to that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. And we run in to the stage. And then I look for the first electric, which usually has the most amount of plugs in it. And well, I... remember, this is not an electric. This is a grid. Oh, right. Oh, shoot. So the fly system is for the scenery. Oh, no. Oh. So you would have to somehow run wires from the grid unless you can find a lever that lowers the whole grid down. Uh, Nix that. Okay, we're just going to find a room with a lot of plugs in it. There's got to be a spot with a bunch of just the extra lights. Let's just grab all the wires off of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do the and the extensions that they have on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I imagine you guys are having this conversation center stage. You were kind of you came in the door from the left side Mm -hmm. and you're running across the stage. You're standing there like, oh, I'm going to take the electrics down. Oh, there's crap. There's not electric. It's a grid system. Well, maybe if we get the... And you hear a click and you see the grid system lowering down to just above the audience and stop. Switches up here, guys. Rev, buddy. I love you, man. <laughs> why is the alarm going off and why did Jake throw glass at me? Question is, why Why hasn't he done it till now? <laughs> it's valid. So tell me exactly what you're going to try to rig up. Okay, so the grid will have all these lights in it, and they'll all be plugged in. And we were just going to cut the cords from those lights. And using my weird science, I am going to basically daisy chain all those into one cord. So then that all the power coming from the grid goes down into one wire, which will be leading down into the green room and into the suit of armor and supercharge the armor. Okay, roll weird science. Okay. Please do it. That's off a weird... Oh, God. Oh, no. It's a six. Strange happenings are occurring in the world of Exandria. Slayed creatures and beasts from days of yore are returning to the land of the living, and it's up to a band of unlikely heroes to re-slay them. Welcome to the Re-Slayer's Take. 
Join Jasmine Bular, Jasmine Chung, Jasper Cartwright, and Caroline Lux alongside Game Masters Nick Williams and me, George Primavera, in this Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition role-playing adventure through Critical Role's fantasy world of Exandria. But don't worry, you won't need to know the rules to follow this story. All you need to know is that nothing the players do is scripted or planned, and their fates are determined by their own cleverness and the role of a 20-sided die. So what the heck are you waiting for? Adventure awaits in the Re-Slayers Take. New episodes drop weekly on Mondays wherever you stream your podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. All right, so what are the ramifications of weird science? Um, on a six or less, something goes horribly wrong. And that's it. That's it. So as you're prepping this, do you tell anybody to be any specific place before you activate it? I was up in the light in the sound booth. Jake was up on the stairs on the second floor. Where is Tass? Where are you? Well, I'll be uh, definitely down in the meat and potatoes of it. So I'll be, as soon as I plug it in and everything, I'm I'm right there at the battery. So Okay, so you're not the one flipping the switch to turn this on? No, not at all. I would definitely yell up at you probably to say, all right, I need you to turn on light, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and where's Tass? Tass is um, probably about a good 30 feet away because that's where I tell him to be just in case this goes south. So not in the basement? Not in the basement, no. So Tass, you're upstairs in the hallway, leading by like the door outside Kay. into, that would be about 30 feet from where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I assume you daisy chain this yell. You yeah. yell to Tass, Tass yells to me, I pull the trigger. There's a moment of silence as you hear the hum begin to charge in the battery. And then there's this very strange electrical feedback. And you can see that everywhere on the ground where the cord is touching, sparks start to shoot out and the floor starts to catch on fire. Oh, God. The building is on fire. It's starting to burn more. Okay. Um, I'm going to try the switch on the armor. Nothing happens. Ah, damn it. Because you rolled a six, right? Yeah. Yeah. The fire is spreading across the floor to the walls. God, I uh, presume I know nothing of this, right? Correct. He hasn't said anything to anybody. I uh, make my way up the, the stairs, forget the armor. I kick it over and I just get out of there. All right. Are you going in the door that you guys just came in? Are you going out the front door? Or are you going out the door that leads outside that you're about to run past? There are three doors in that you've all taken. Uh. Yell up there and tell him to get out of there. I'll, I'll go through the front. I'm going to let him know. Get out okay. the side. I'll uh, get out the side door then. Okay. And as I'm running, I'm looking for a, I know that there's a, like a security alarm, I assume going off, but uh, I'm looking for a fire alarm to pull. Yeah, you see one on the wall. I pull it. Okay. 
And then keep hauling ass towards the front, yelling, get out, get out, get out. All right. So where are you going? The grid is down basically above the chairs. The wires are leading across the stage through the audience. In your mind, as you start to sprint that way, what is your path? Uh, so the grid is low enough that I can't just run under it. Correct. I yeah, it's it's right above the chairs. No, like like wide around the theater access, like the outer, what I would consider like the outer aisles of the yeah. proceeding. Yeah, you could get around on the outside. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take that path and be listening for them, like if they're responding to me. Roll act under pressure. Oh, baby, that is an 11. So you start sprinting through the hallway, basically running next to the fire that is spreading because this cable is touching the ground all the way along. You're able to put your hand out and flip the switch down on the fire alarm. The fire alarm starts to blare as you run. You turn into the theater and you see that the curtain... The stage, everything is engulfed in flames. You can see that when this went off, sparks must have just showered from all of these lights because all of the chairs are on fire. You're able to turn and jump off the side of the stage and run. Hey, get out of here, guys. Get out of here. There's, you know, fire, fire. Go, 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 go. And you can see as you pass by that you don't even see me up in the booth anymore. Jake hears you yelling and you make it out to the lobby. Where is Rev? He's coming down the stairs behind you. Okay, I can see him coming to me. Yep. Is the fire lapping at our heels yet? It is not. So it probably won't be long. But we can get down the stairs to the front door. Yeah, no problem. The fire right now in bulk is in the theater and spreading out, and then also from that back hallway. Okay. Then I want to run down the stairs. Like, I want to wait until you catch up to me. Come on, go, 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 go. And run down the stairs and get to where Tass is. All right. You guys are all there. And I mean, out the front doors. Like, Okay. Where to out the front doors? Um, I would go out and then cut the direction of the alley where TJ went out. All right. Yes. Here I come. Yep. And so you guys all meet kind of at the corner of the theater. Do we hear any uh, sirens and stuff yet? Yes. How far away do they sound? Not very. It's been a while since the alarm was triggered for the security system. And we probably took a good amount of time trying to get setting up all those wires. Um, I say we run down the alley towards the back of the theater where there's not, it's not the road they're probably going to approach from. And I mean, we just run through alleys and jump fences. Solid plan. And where's your destination? Like, where are you trying to get to? You just trying to get hidden in the city right now? Just trying to get some blocks away for now. Okay. And on street level. As opposed to like going up onto a roof or. Oh, yeah. I think it's street level. Whoever's leading this charge, roll act under pressure. And everybody can assist. Am I leading? Or? I, it you, was your plan, bro. Yeah. Okay. So this is a help out, essentially? Yeah. Uh, I got an eight. I got a seven. I got a nine. You were ushering everybody through the streets, trying to dodge traffic, trying to avoid sirens that you hear, and you guys get to an alley, and with everyone's assistance, you got a 10, so you do exactly what you want to do. Everyone else involved rolled a mixed success, which exposes them to danger. As you get to a pretty far distance out, you feel like you're safe. You guys stop, and as you're standing there, kind of breathing, everyone's looking around, there is a crack in the air, and right next to TJ, part of the brick over his shoulder just poofs into dust. Tash, you recognize this sound. Someone has just fired a sniper rifle at you guys. What? Oh, shit. Down. Everybody down. Down, down, down. Everybody get down. I don't know what direction the shot came from. I'm getting to cover immediately. All right, so everybody... Is anybody worried about anybody else? Uh, Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) I am body shielding TJ. All right. To try to 
get away and duck. You can either roll act under pressure to try to just get someplace, or you can read a bad situation to try to get a sense of where to go. For Jake, you're going to roll protect someone to add to whatever it is TJ is doing. Fantastic. I got a 10 on act under pressure. I got a 12 to protect this good boy. A 10 to read a bad situation. Yeah. Kicking ass. All right. So, Tash, you get a hold three, and I'm going to let you resolve first. Okay. I'm not sure which question this is. Either are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I feel like that's not it because we noticed that what the danger is. I guess what's the biggest threat? I'm trying to find the direction. Yeah, of either this. one of those would, would work. Sure. As you spin around, seeing this chunk of brick essentially turn to dust, you catch for a brief glimpse across the street on the roof the reflection of what must be the scope of a sniper rifle in the streetlight. So you can clearly see for a moment that this person is across the street looking down the alley that you guys are in. What's the best way to protect the victims? If you can either find a way to momentarily blind the person up top or distract them, or if you can get everybody inside a building or around a corner where this person doesn't have a line of sight on you. What's my best way out? Best way out, the shortest route, would be straight towards the building that they're on. Because the closest door and the way around the corner at the end of this is much further than the base of their building from you. Okay, then that's essentially what I'm going to yell is, he's there, we got to get to that building straight ahead. All right, so we'll now resolve Tej's role along with Jake, who is protecting him. What's your extra effect, Jake? Um, I want all impending danger focused on me. So I want to make an opening for them. Like I want to shoo them down the alley and I want to kind of stand where I am and just like gladiator. Like you want shit, you got shit. Let's go. So Tass, you point out that the shooter is on the roof. The best way to get away from them is to rush the building that they are on because it's going to cut off the sight lines. Jake, you start to usher everyone across the street. As you do so, you kind of hold your hammer up in the air and yell. And there's a crack of lightning, and it makes you kind of the focus for a moment. And you can see the sniper rifle swing in your direction away from TJ as the others run towards the building. Uh, So as soon as I think that the focus is on me and they're on their way across the street... I can see where that gun is, right? Yeah. I'm teleporting to that rooftop, and I just <laughs> I just want to teleport right over him and just lay the hammer down. So you're going to teleport to the lip of the building where the gun is hanging over, because that's what if, you can see. Like, you can't see yeah. where he or she is. Yeah. As they run across the street, you teleport to the lip of the building and go to lay the hammer down. Roll kicks some ass. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I got a five. Oh, All right. no. So you appear on the edge of this building, and you raise your hammer to bring it down, and you realize you don't see anything. You just see a sniper rifle in the air, and as you're looking at it, you see a shotgun come, almost like someone's pulling it off their back, but they're invisible. Oh my god, no. And it blasts you off the building. Oh my god, no! You take three harm, minus your armor from the shotgun blast. Okay. Roll act under pressure. I'm going to assume that your mind is racing, that you're trying to figure out what is going on. Nine. 
you can, in the moment before you hit the ground, teleport away. But the only places you can think of in this moment are the rooftop that you just teleported from or your home. Home. You vanish. The three of you, TJ, Tass, and Rev, arrive at the front of the building. You know there is no more danger. Where do you want to go? What are you going to do from here? We got to help Jake. We got to get to that roof. You know how to get there, right? I mean, you're the... the I've never been in this building. We you, just got to go up, I mean, man. I don't mean like that. I mean like a tactician type stuff. I mean, this is a sniper. You've seen movies and everything. These guys have it all decked out and probably like booby trapped and shit. I don't know about that, but I do have one tactic. And I'm going to start heading toward set of stairs if I can find like stairs. Uh, or... It's an apartment building. There's a front door. It's gonna... locked. Oh. Shit. Is there a lock on the door? Like an actual like physical lock? Yeah. I'm going to try and jimmy it with my multi tool you start to get out your multi-tool and you put it in the door and from above you you hear a shotgun blast and you think you hear jake scream and then nothing we gotta get up there hurry and you are able to pop the lock out you basically jam the multi-tool in you don't necessarily pick it you break it awesome i'm pushing in the door and let's go and find the nearest stairwell see if we can't get to the roof so in the back corner of this hallway there is a uh, a stairwell okay uh going up it Okay. Um, nunchucks at the ready, of course. All right. What about you? I'm following. Uh, do you have any weapons out? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the shotgun out. Okay. You guys arrive at the top of the stairs, and there is a metal door that you assume leads to the roof. Bust it open. So you guys just kick this door open, mm-hmm. not knowing exactly what has happened to Jake up here. As you kick the door open, you hear a clicking sound. Clicking sound? And there is an explosion. Boy, that booby trap call was you right on. You just talked buddy. about it and then didn't check for it. <laughs> you both take one harm that defeats armor and you are knocked down the stairs. I'm unstable. What are you doing? I assume that I'm trying to recover from this, like, just like shaking, like, uh, 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 uh. Uh, I'm going to check him to see if he's okay. I'm in pain. I'm not doing great. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Where does it hurt? You hear some footsteps behind you as you're checking him. I'm going to take his shotgun, and I'm going to turn around and hopefully blast something with a shotgun. So you're just turning around and firing? Yeah, blind fire. What? Okay, roll, act under pressure. What? What if you shoot? Okay. There's just a kid who was out on the roof, like, jumping rope. Why was he on the roof jumping rope in the middle of gunfire? Um, It's like the men in black stress test. I got an eight. You grab his shotgun and you spin around and try to get a shot off. And when you spin around, you don't see anyone there. You just see empty hallway. And then the gun is wrenched out of your hand and you see it tumble down the stairs behind Tass. And then the door closes. Was that Brad Pitt? <laughs> I'm going to pull out his um, first aid kit, uh-huh. and I'm going to try and stabilize him. All right. With can what you little, do that? <laughs> with what little help? Uh, I mean, I can help heal a person, can't I? I don't I don't. I mean, know. I don't have, like, you know, heal, or I don't have, like, first aid or anything, but... What is your wound, Tess? How much damage do you have? Uh, four total. No, you cannot help him. Plus four harm requires a healing move, time in an infirmary or hospital, or magical healing. Oh, okay, I see. Jake, yep. you appear on the toilet, because it's the place you're most familiar with. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? Watch me in my most private of times. Jake, you appear in your bed across town. 
And beside you, you hear someone move and sit up and you look over and it's Larissa. It is the middle of the night. Your girlfriend was asleep in bed and you have just appeared next to her in a suit of armor and bleeding profusely from the chest. What do you want to do? Hey, honey. Uh, Jake, are you what's why are you wearing this? Oh, I'm just uh, just got back from Rev's place. Uh, I'm going to get ready for bed. Go back to sleep. I'll be here in a, in a minute. Oh, I don't. I wish you wouldn't wear armor to bed. And she falls back over and goes to sleep. <laughs> That's just like Larissa. Oh, my gosh. Boy, I don't know anything about like medicine. I I think that like. Okay, so I'm going to walk out the door from my bedroom and get in the closet where like our box of medical supplies is. And I'm going to grab a bottle of hydrogen peroxide and just like <laughs> open it up and start pouring it on some of my wounds <laughs> before I wings away to uh, wherever TJ is. Yeah, and as you do, it looks like someone dropping Alka-Seltzer into a glass oh of water. Like God. everything just starts to fizz and foam and you may you you pee a little bit like it's not, <laughs> it's not great. Who are you thinking of as you wings away? TJ. I am sworn to protect him. All right. So you appear next to TJ standing on some stairs and you see Tass on the ground bleeding pretty profusely and you see TJ kind of looking dazed. You see me at the bottom of the stairs picking up the shotgun and bringing it back up, but you're there. What happened? It looks like a bomb went off here. Yeah, um, well, I mean, more or less, a, a bomb went off here. And the sh- did you encounter the shooter? Yeah, I tried to shoot it, and I guess I missed, because then it took the gun out of my hand, threw it down the stairs, and... So I'm not you going. take another point of damage from your teleportation here. Oh, my God. You are unstable, right? I am. Come come here, come here, come here, come here. I, let gonna... me at least help you real quick. Come here. Okay. And I'm going <laughs> to fumble for my stuff and try to do some medicalizing yeah, on him, at TJ, least to stabilize TJ him. TJ has it out already. He's been slamming it together, trying to make a potion appear, and it doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to give you one more hold. Stabilize his wound. Yeah, sta- he's stabilized now, because I don't think healing you for two is going to get you to a point of being stable, is it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. five. And yeah, we decided that's how that works, right? At least for now? Yeah, at least but for now. Okay, then heal two. Okay, I can try and just get us, I can try and just get us out of here two at a time. Like, I can't guarantee that it'll work. I don't know if you guys feel like you can move. If not, I can I can try and fly us out of here. But if it goes wrong, I, I don't know where we might end up. Maybe we call an ambulance. Okay. I mean, they'll save our lives before we have to explain anything. So this might be the best bet. Yeah. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, um, you are Let good. me know when you guys are out, because I assume you're going to have to have some crazy story to explain everything that's just happened. See ya. Good luck. What? I don't, I mean, I don't know that we should all go to the hospital if we don't need to, because that's more people that have to answer questions from the cops, because you guys have gunshot wounds, and those require a police officer to be called. Oh, God. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, this is... All right, this is just me being, like, in pain and, like, okay, all right, let's just get the ambulance here, please. <laughs> Could you at least call them? I don't think any of us are in condition to call the ambulance. Uh, Yeah, that's no problem. I will uh, call the ambulance. I'll get outside and see what the address is. And I dig inside of my coat and I bring out some herb and I rub it in my hand and I put my hand on one of your burns and you can see the burn goes from you onto my arm and you heal for one point of damage. Oh my God. Thank you. 
yeah, don't bleed out while they get here. I'll do my best. I'll see you guys. <laughs> we should meet, but maybe not at my house. I've got another spot we should probably meet at from now on. Steak and Shake? It's actually right next door to a Steak and Shake. How did you know? Spend a lot of time at that Steak and Shake, seeing you in and out. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Give me a call. <laughs> all right. So you guys Wait. lay down. <laughs> like, where are you going to go? You're all stabilized. Are you going to go down just to the bottom, the entrance of the building, and wait? TJ, are you waiting with them? Yeah. I don't, I mean, what's your condition? I'm... I'm stabilized too, but I'm I'm at three harm. So I mean, yeah, I think all of us are at three. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, wait. How does healing work if you're stable? Like healing over time, you heal one point with first aid or when you rest. So, so probably it like take hours. like two or three days to fully. Yeah, correct. we could right. we could take a bit and avoid the cops altogether. We could avoid a hospital and avoid the police and spend a few days resting up and get our shit together. I kind of find it. Interesting that nobody in this apartment complex has tried to check what's on the roof. Don't worry. Numerous police have been called, but no one's stupid enough to come out in the hallway after an explosion. Gotcha. What do you guys want to do? You're the one covered in guns and body armor, dog. Like You do hear sirens and not ambulance sirens. Uh, can you get us out of here? I can get us somewhere. Yeah, let's bounce. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to try and use my angel wings to get us yes, to my house. All right, roll it. I don't know what else I would be familiar enough with. I was trying to think if I know a doctor really well. I don't. I need this to go well. <laughs> that ain't bad. I've got a minus to weird. So an eight. All right. And what is the result for an eight? Uh, either we're all separated or we appear together but not in the right place. That's misleading because then either way, somebody's not appearing in the right place, right? If we're separated or are we make it to the destination, but like not in the same. I think it's either he appears at the right location and you guys appear to random locations or you all appear together at a random location. All right. The issue with this teleportation is that your mind wasn't clear. You were thinking about too many things, too many times, too many places. And so it's hard to get a clear lock on where you're going. And you're thinking about the events of the evening. Jake appears at his home. Tass appears at the Steak and Shake that Rev said his new place was by. TJ appears on the steps outside of the theater, surrounded by cops and the fire department. Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Icewind Dale. It is not a good day in Icewind Dale. Aurel, the Frost Maiden, a god, the divine embodiment of winter's fury, has withdrawn to this cold corner of the world, plunging it into endless night. Can you repeat this uh, harbinger of winter's name again one more time? Aurel. 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 This is I Seduce the Dragon. Gentry, I'm so sorry I'm about to fight some kids. God damn it. It's a new D&D podcast. Your hands are tied behind your back. Okay, what's that face? <laughs> Am I into it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a story about Tori. He is the worst person you know. Gentry. And none of my friends believe me. Not at all. You're circus folk. Why would we believe you? Erastus. Erastus likes to party and moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> and Martha. I have to eat off of porcelain like one of you people. 
you people? Uh, what a hardship for you. It's a story about friendship. Aren't you supposed to be a god? Demi-god, remember? Oh, demi-god. It's like running a half marathon. It's like not that impressive. <laughs> it's still a very long run. And standing up for what's right. And this is, just to be clear, still our problem. I'm going to go hide under something. Look for I Seduce the Dragon. Oh, he big. Oh, he's so big. <laughs> Wow, he's so big. I've never seen someone take up four squares on Roll20. Wherever you get your podcasts.